everyone, and welcome to episode 10, which everybody just reminded me, of the Real Nation Raiders podcast. I'm your host, Dominic Badiato, with our co-host, Adam Zerko, and Derek. Uh, Zerko's real name is Kelvin. Uh, <laughs> sometimes we in- interchange people's names, so in case people want to say, hey, Kelvin, here's a question. So, you know, it's Zerko. Uh, I think Derek's, like, the only one who actually uses his real name on Twitter. Uh Cherokee, are you Adam on Twitter or, or Cherokee? Yeah, my, uh, my name is Adam, but my handle is Cherokee. Yeah, so sometimes you'll hear us interact with each other's names. Uh, as we get to know each other, we tend to use each other's names more. So uh, forgive me if I say Adam or, or Kelvin, that's who I'm actually referring to. So this week we are going to talk about training camp, but we have a lot of other little fun goodies in between because, to be honest, there's probably not a whole lot to talk about in training camp as every day is different and it's not like we have Antonio Brown this season where is he going to put on a helmet, not put on a helmet, is his feet frozen, is it not frozen? Which, by the way, I was watching one of the Raiders press conferences today and it recommended me the Antonio Brown press conference video from a year ago and I'm just like, why? Um, Anyways, just frustrating so we're gonna go with uh going uh with headlines this week and i can't really think of any besides uh i don't know when we talked last if max crosby had covid or not but he has covid um he did test positive and he should be clear hopefully tomorrow because it's usually 10 days from the day you test positive um as far as i know and derek just mentioned uh off this podcast that we don't think anybody else has tested positive correct uh, well, Rod Smith was put on the list the same exact day that Crosby was, um, and I don't know if his was an actual test positive or if it was close interaction. Remember, close interaction um, can lead to being on that list, even without a positive test result. But Vincent Bontemps-Shore of the Las Vegas Review-Journal did confirm that Crosby's was actually a positive test. Um, Crosby, from what I last I heard, is fine, and he's either... I mean, I don't know. I'm not around him, but it sounds like he was either asymptomatic or very, very, very light symptoms. Um, but either way, it sounds like he should be okay. And nobody else has gone on. And, of course, uh, the Raiders faked Gruden getting COVID-19 um, to send a message to the team that they need to be on guard and watch out. And I, um, I, I understand Gruden's point, but I still think that probably wasn't the best way to, to get his point across. Yeah, well... I guess the the silver lining in all this is you don't have to worry about Max Crosby uh, leaving this season with COVID. So uh, I guess that's the one silver lining we get in this. And I don't know if I actually shared it uh, on Twitter and I shared it with you guys earlier because they posted the episode of Hard Knocks. I know we don't care about the, the Chargers or the, the Rams. I just like football and I like to see how like the behind-the-scenes operations work. And it's very interesting how they're, they're treating COVID this year and how the Chargers treat it very differently than – the Rams and just seeing what the Raiders have done, they treat it very differently. Um, so it seems like everybody just kind of has a different way of handling it. Uh, there was a player, I think they said on the Rams that tested positive and they actually had footage of him as, as, as being tested, uh, which I thought was interesting. And I guess I didn't even know the coach of uh, the Chargers had COVID too. Uh, what's his name? Mm-hmm. Anthony Lane. Um, Dominic, I, I, I haven't watched the episode because I, I'm not going to pay. I paid for it last year because we're on, I'm not going to pay for it when some of my teams. But how are they, how are they doing it? Are they, are they showing Rams and then charge? Like, are they going back and forth between teams? Or are they showing yeah. like 30 Rams and 30 minutes of charges? No, it, it's, it's in they're, between. They're yeah. going back and forth. It, back it's and free forth. on YouTube right now. I, I posted the link. They NFL actually post, usually post it the day after so you can watch it. Yeah. And I think that's kind of interesting that they allowed footage of a player being tested for COVID nineteen. I'm assuming they had his agreement to to be on that. That's pretty up close and personal. Yeah, it was some murky dude that I've never heard of, but nonetheless, uh, it's there. It's out. You can go to the NFL uh, YouTube, or you can look at my Twitter. Uh, what is my Twitter? Ra- at Raider Body, and I posted the full episode there. It's legal. It's not illegal. It's from the NFL, so uh, anybody's wondering. So I, I recommend if you just like football and just want something to watch, it's just interesting. Plus, the Chargers are are our rival, so it's kind of interesting to see how they're kind of building it. And uh, I can tell you what I've learned from that is who the hell is the quarterback they drafted? What's his name again? Justin Herbert or Herbert? Yeah, Justin. He actually he's pretty he's pretty accurate. Like he's thrown some really accurate balls, but you can tell uh, he's very unpolished. Uh, he was number one in at-fault completions in college. He ate that well, at least what they showed. 
I'm just glad that the Chargers drafted him out of any other quarterback that was like high. So uh, I'm glad they didn't draft Tua, and I'm glad they didn't draft uh, who's the other one? Uh, who's uh, the row? The one the Bengals drafted. Uh, Burrow. Joe Burrow. Burrow. Yeah, Burrow. Burrow. But, <laughs> who's basically rated as high as Derek Carr and Madden. So um. I just think it's funny that the they're doing two teams in LA, and LA does not give a shit about either team. No. Yeah, you know, pretty much. But I feel like the only team that LA cares about is the Lakers, really. No, they care about the Raiders. Well, yeah. I mean, yeah, you're right. They care about the Dodgers. Oh, what about the, but their favorite, like the Angels? Their favorite NFL team is the, the Raiders. <laughs> I was going to say the Sparks, but okay. Right. Well, anyways, if you guys haven't checked it out, if you like football, you want something to watch, you want to look at the com- our competitors, go ahead and check it out. It's free. Why not? Um, I think that pretty much covers the news because any other news related is training camp, so we'll cover that in that actual segment. So if there's nothing else, Zerko has a, a, a trivia question, and we don't know what it is, so uh, he purposely didn't tell us. So, Zerko, go ahead. <laughs> Okay, so in Charles Woodson's 11-year career with the Oakland Raiders, how many interceptions did he have in that 11-year career with the Raiders? And we can't Google it. <laughs> um, I mean, we can't Google it, but if he Googled, if we Googled it, how would he know that we Googled it? That's true, because I have a mechanical, exactly. I have a mechanical keyboard, and you'll hear the keys. <laughs> uh, <laughs> Well, I'm gonna just take a um, shot in the dark here. I'm gonna say just take yeah, just take a shot. Know, just take a shot. Usually three interceptions a season times eleven seasons, so thirty-three. No. Oh well, you gotta put me down nicer than that. <laughs> <laughs> close, but not no. That's close. I'm gonna say like You said how many? Huh? How many did you say? Uh, I don't even know. I, I'm kind of afraid to say because I feel like it's way off. <laughs> I, I, I swear he said 73. I did say 73. That's what. I, that's a. I mean, he didn't even have that many in his career. Yeah, you. I'm gonna go. I'm gonna. I'm gonna go with 24 only because that was his number. Oh, you are extremely close. It's in the 20s for sure. Under 33, under 33, but over 24. 27. 28? 25. No, 27. Yeah. 27. Well, he, he had five his rookie year. See, I was close. I said three a season. and kind of, well, He had a down season here and there, or a good season here and there. there you go. Uh, he's actually had an interception every single year of his career. That's what I figured. That's why I said three. Yeah. I guess three is a lot. Well, I, I expect a new trivia question next week now from you, Zerko. Now every week. Now you just made it a thing. The <laughs> thing. The thing. I'll let you. I'll let you guys know ahead of time. This was kind of spared a man. Well, and then I'll go into my surprise topic, uh, which you guys don't know about, and the, I, I don't know about you guys, but there has been. Uh, the flames of hate for Derek Carr this week and then some of last week after his comments of being disrespected. Even people like Lincoln Kennedy, even though his quote was kind of taken out of context um, about, well, then prove it, prove that you're you're worth the money that we're spending type of thing. Uh, so my surprise topic is, what are your guys' thoughts, and I'll start with you, Derek, on Derek Carr's comments of he's tired of feeling disrespected? And it's no coincidence that you're asking Derek how I feel about exactly. another Derek, right? Exactly. No coincidence. <laughs> I I think this is where I'm sort of I am a car supporter. Everyone knows that. I although I have criticized him, you know, I have I've 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 given him a fair amount of criticism. Though at the same time, I definitely I agree with him in the aspect that you know. He is he's not being disrespected by the team. I don't think the Raiders have disrespected him at all. I think the, around the league he's seen as being disrespected and I think that's mostly what he says. He what what he was trying to say, he knows he has talent and he's you know, 
some people some people have said too many excuses have been made for him. I'm not one of those people, but I do think it's some. I mean, I think it's sometimes to be frankly honest with you. I think there was times in the last season where I would want more out of him than what we got. Um, but I do overall think he has been fairly. He is, you know, a better quarterback than uh, a lot of fellow so-called Raiders fans make him out to be. Um, and with the Lincoln, with the Lincoln Kennedy comments, I actually, I think it is possible to both be a Derek Carr supporter, quote unquote, and still agree with Lincoln Kennedy because at the end of the day, Carr does need to show that he is, you know, a better than average quarterback. Not that he hasn't done before, but he needs to do that even more so now, especially that the talent is back with with him where it hasn't been in the past. So this. You know, I hate the saying no excuses, but this is basically no excuses. And we do have a competent backup who I Mariota is not as good as Derek Carr, but if things go terrible for Derek Carr, I mean Mariota is obviously a much better quarterback than what we've had behind Carr before. Mar- Carr wasn't gonna lose his job to Mike Glennon or AJ McCarron or what have you not. He probably won't lose it to Mariota, but it's it's it'll leave it's at least possible. So I, I I got a question for you, Derek, real quick. What what more can Carr do to prove himself? Like we see the numbers that he's putting up, we see what he's doing. He literally is working with whatever offensive weapons that he has. The six years that he's been in the league, the defense has been ranked dead last. So with so what can Derek Carr, as a quarterback of our team, do more to prove to to prove that he's tired of being disrespected? I the only the only problem that I had with Carr, I guess, and say as a problem quote last season, it just seemed like it. it maybe I'm totally off here. It just seemed like our four game and our four game losing streak. I'm not blaming the four game losing streak on Derek Carr. I'm just would have liked to see some more leadership from him during that four game losing streak. It just seemed like he couldn't lift the team to get them back on track. It was sort of like a train wreck. And the train wreck wasn't caused by him, but he, but it also, but he did also help us get it back on the track. Where I feel like yeah, yeah. maybe some other quarterbacks could have, maybe they couldn't. I'm just saying, it, I just wanted specifically that four game losing streak was where my confidence in Carr went from down just slightly, not that much, just a little bit. I, I mean, I can tell you from my point of view. I mean, I'm a huge Carr supporter almost have like a wall dedicated to him in my my house is a Raiders wall but I have like a signed jersey and everything um I've criticized him many times too it's like you can still like somebody and and still not like aspects of their game Uh, I think the one thing he he definitely needs to work on to get better and I think this is this is probably people's number one criticism besides checkdown, which is a scheme thing, is extending plays. I don't think he does a very good job extending plays, partially because he holds the ball like like second least uh, uh, time-wise compared to everybody else. And I know that's usually because of checkdowns, but when there's not a play there, he doesn't... I, I know Gruden's system is, okay, just throw it away, live, live another down. But even then, even in that current play, I would like to see him extend it more, use his waves, and I, I'm pretty sure that was the feedback he got, because Wilson said that was kind of his homework assignment uh, over the season, was you know using your legs and sending plays. That's really what sets Patrick Mahomes apart from everybody else. And Patrick Mahomes isn't actually a, a very good pocket passer. He's very good outside of the pocket and extending plays, and, and just making things happen, and I think that's where Derek needs to step up and shine and prove himself in not just throwing the ball down and fourth down or, or, you know, just giving up on a play too early if it's just not there, extending it. So that's probably one of my biggest criticisms of him. So that's where I think he can prove people wrong. My, um, my one, for some car, car, the, the, the car hating fraction of the Raider fans love to bring up the throwaway on fourth and goal versus Tennessee, and I don't understand why it's a big deal. We were down. No, I don't understand why that's points. a big deal. That, I don't. <laughs> but my one one play that I remember that I do criticize Carr for, it was week 17 against the Broncos. It was either the third or the fourth quarter. I think it was the fourth quarter, and it was, I want to say, third and three, and it seemed like he had Renfro crossing wide open, and he just threw the ball away. Do you guys know the play I'm talking about? No. 
I think the reason well, why he did that, though, because we were in playoff game the week 17, and like in the fourth quarter, we figured out that we weren't going to the playoffs. So that might have been a reason. So. I think I think I think it was when we were st- I think we were mathematically still alive at that point I think and we did yeah, yeah we ended yeah. up we ended up going for two at the end of that we ended up coming back and going for two at the end of the game because at that point we didn't know we knew that we were out of it but I think when he did that play particular we were still on the line but he he seriously has Renfro right open and it seems like I, Carr is not a quitter I hate when people say that but it seems like he almost. I hate saying that he did, but it did kind of seem like he almost may have quit on that particular play. I mean, it gets well, frustrating after a while. I mean, you have no chemistry. I mean, it's just like working at a job. Other people don't care. It's hard for you to care. So it's just that's the culture thing. That's the building chemistry, like Zirko said. And if you don't have that, and especially if half those people know they're not going to be there the, the next year, it's kind of like, why even bother at this point? Um I don't know. I'm gonna leave it. To, uh, go ahead, Zirko. And another thing that Derek Carr talked about last year was how fatigued they were spending what six weeks on the road. He said that that drained them as a team, mentally and physically. They were just yeah. out of it. Yeah, like I said, he's not solely to blame. This is purely uh, uh, on his comments of being disrespected. It's. Um, Everybody can improve. Patrick Mahomes can improve. I, I don't care who you are. You, you, there's always room for improvement, and as long as you show progress, which he did from Gruden's system from year one to year two, we hope to see kind of more of that leap from year two to year three because now he actually has tools around him to to be able to do that because at least in 2018, he still had Amari Cooper for some period of time where he didn't have Amari Cooper for all his flaws. He's still like a top 10 receiver in this league. Um, we, we didn't have like anybody in 2019 and he still had an improved year with basically less talent around him. Yeah. I mean, cause people have to remember when Tyrell Williams came here, he was the number three receiver in San Diego for the Chargers. He was number three. He came here with expectations of being the number two, which would be an upgrade for him. Okay, we got A.B. I'm going to the Raiders. I'm going to be the number two receiver. A.B. has a temper tantrum, and Tyrell goes from being the number three a season ago to being the number one wide receiver. That's a big responsibility for a person like him. So that's maybe something that last year I mean, you saw wasn't Juju. ready for. Like, he just he sucked last year. Like, he, was, like he just – like, he's a good exactly. wide receiver. <laughs> um, but he, he just – you know, without the – yeah. So, he wasn't ready to be the number um, one. Hopefully yeah, this but, year. But remember, ben, remember Ben Roethlisberger was injured after week two last year, though, or week three, one of the two. Yeah, but, I mean, still, he didn't do anything really impressive. I mean, you're a quarterback in the NFL. You know, you could still. Yeah, but I mean, his quarterback was Devin Hodges, though. Uh, I mean, he had Mason Rudolph, too. Who's not terrible. And Mason Rudolph. Um, besides terrible. hitting people anyway. in the head and the helmet. So, my question to you, Adam, is I'll just – take a different approach to this because this was a very controversial article that came out August 10th by Silver and Black today. Rooting against Derek Carr, then you're not a Raiders fan. Um, Even if you haven't read the article and just hearing that that headline, what are your thoughts on that, Adam? I would just like to know how someone can really sit and tell me or anyone else that knows how I'm a fake fan. That doesn't make any freaking sense to me and it pisses me off, honestly. You cannot sit here and tell me, for me watching almost every single game of the Raiders, almost every single year, that I'm a fake fan. I know this team inside and out, and I, 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 my whole week's screwed up if they lose, man. So, like, if someone calls me a fake fan, it makes me want to tear their head off. But I can't do that, especially if I'm on t- uh, Twitter for roll. So, I, I just – I can't believe this is what Raider Nation's turning into. It's, it's kind of like – a good analogy for this is, like, America and Donald Trump. Half of the country hates him, and half of the country like half the Raider Nation loves Derek Carr, and half the Raider Nation hates Derek Carr. And I don't get it how people can say that you're a fake fan. It really irritates me. And uh, I think it's more. I, I think this is one of those things where everybody perceives it differently. And how I see it is, you shouldn't be rooting against pretty much the the leader of your team to fail. And some people just want him to fail. 
And if he fails, the team's going to fail. It's just how it works because we can't score touchdowns and you're not going to win games. So I, I think it's more that's how I see it is if you want him to fail, then you shouldn't be a Raiders fan because you're not you're basically wanting the team to lose. I, t- I tell you what, something crazy is some of these people that are tweeting that Derek Carr that they hope that Derek Carr gets injured again. That is like, oh my lord! Like yeah, it makes me think, what are Raider fans doing, man? Like stop. <laughs> yeah, like what? Yeah, what? What, what bothers me is hearing people say things like, you know, tank for tank for Lawrence or tank for Justin Fields or tank for one of these top quarterbacks coming out of college. Like, do you know how terrible we would have to be? To even have a shot at Trevor Lawrence or Justin Fields, like we those two quarterbacks are definitely going top five picks. We would literally have to win maybe three games. If and yet, that. I'm, I'm thirty years old. I, I've been a Raider fan my whole life. Are, I don't as mean to interrupt you, And yet, those yeah, fans are complaining about our losing. They say we need to get rid of Carr because he quote quote loses so much. So let's just win one game so we can get a better quarterback and maybe win two or three games the next two years before that quarterback might be good. Let me give you let me, yeah, like, let me give the car haters and Raider Nation some words here. Whenever Carr comes this season and starts kicking some ass, keep that same energy that you don't like Carr because the people that like Carr do not want you to say that you like Carr and now you're just a magically big fan of Derek Carr whenever he's starting to do really well. So keep that crap away from us, all right? So if you hate Carr, stay the heck away. We don't want you here. Yeah. I'm going to give you an example of how real of a fan I am. When Connor Cook was at Michigan State, to me, he was sucked. He was a terrible quarterback. But in 2016, we had to play him, and I rooted for him. Why did I root for Connor Cook? Because he was a Raider. Oh, we period. Another thing that's been really irritating me on Twitter here recently is people saying that Jamarcus Russell was better than Derek Carr. That makes no sense to me. They're like, uh, Jamarcus Russell was better because he won twice at Arrowhead. But if you look at our record – Against the Chiefs and his span as a quarterback, it's terrible. So, like, I don't understand how people could say one of the biggest busts in NFL history is better than Derek Carr. Derek Carr is and a candidate. Not to mention those those Chiefs teams that Jamarcus Russell the Red Raiders beat. Those two those Chiefs teams were two and fourteen, and then four and twelve. Whereas the Chiefs have not gotten worse than nine and seven since Carr has been in the league. And the, that nine and seven Chiefs team was Carr's rookie year. They've been better than that ever since they've only missed the, the chiefs have only missed the playoffs one time and since Carr has been in the league which was his very first year even in 20 so even in 2016 kansas city had a better record than us and we were in baller in 2016 so well, actually they had the same record as us well, in 2016 yeah they swept us yeah they, because yeah. they they beat us though so that's why they took that but if Carr didn't break his leg because we only had Going into that uh, week 17 in 2016, we only had three losses, and the Chiefs had four. But since we had to play with Carr, we lost that game, which put us at 12-4. and four. And since they had the tiebreaker, they got the division. But we could have, in theory, still won that division and still have been swept by KC. That was how it was going into that game. We could have, with their car, we could have won that oh, playoff yeah. game, period. Even if we kept that, would have been there. I'm just—I think that we would have made it. Hey, I, I said that. I said, had we had Derek Carr, that that year mm-hmm. for us would have been super. We were rolling, definitely. and usually the teams that start rolling in November are like the teams that make big playoff pushes. And we were rolling in November. We were we were just electric, man. And whenever Derek Carr broke his leg, I seen it on ESPN. I actually didn't get to watch that game, but I seen Derek Carr goes down with a leg injury. I was like, oh my god. I seen the high the highlight of the play, and I read his lips. And whenever he said it was broke, I lost my cool. I was like, "No!" <laughs> yeah, and then you have to start thinking how good is Matt McGloin, and then we all know how that turned out. So, uh, yeah. so, anyways, I'm kind of tired of tired uh, tired of talking about 2016, and hope we just have another 2016 year in 2020, so we can stop referencing 2016. Um, so I'm going to move on because we can talk about this all day. I wanted to hit one of the mailbag questions, and I'm going to have you, Zerko, pick a number between 1 and 7. Number 4. Number five. So I actually think we answered this one last. We actually already did these two. 
Sorry, number four. So, any free agents we should be looking at right now? Jalen well, Ramsey. He's not a free agent. <laughs> not yet. <laughs> he will and be. And supposedly, Jalen Ramsey said that his agent <laughs> is gonna is working on a deal with the Rams and that he expects to be a Ram long term, but I don't they, see how that's possible. cover that in... That's that. That's actually not what he said. He said his agent in the front office are working on that, not necessarily a deal. Yeah, but they're working on that. Knocks. He actually walks out of an interview. Yeah, that was an episode. Yeah, he actually walked. Yeah, you could, I mean, we should we should get Javion Clowney, but I don't know what the hell is going on. What the hell is going on with Javion Clowney, and will this man ever sign with another team? I think. Well, he's. I think. He will be signed within the next ten days. I think his training camp starts in two weeks, so I feel he needs to be on somebody mm-hmm. roster. Everyone's training, training camp started. Starts. It's August twelfth. Oh, our training camp started yeah, already. Next yeah, he week needs to be somewhere. Dad, quick. I believe mm-hmm. for the Raiders. Yeah, the yeah everyone's training camp. So what? Oh, what? Yeah, well, yeah. What, what the hell is the JV on County doing right now? It could be due to the coronavirus. He might not want to get it. Nothing. No, nah, I mean, I don't blame him, but, he, but then he would, nah, but then he, he would think have. he would say he had opted out of the season or something. He hasn't said that. Yeah, he would have said yeah. that. Yeah. Uh, he just wants too much money, and teams aren't willing to give it to him. That's what the problem. But is. he's making no money right now, so <laughs> I guess. Yeah, he turned down seven. He turned down seventeen. I've always been a big advocate so. of him coming to the Raiders. He would make our defense so much better. So I'll ask a question just because we don't have a whole lot of training camp stuff to talk about. So do you think there would be any kind of weird friction then between Art and Key and Clowney with Key's comments about we don't need him? If we sign Clowney, Key's going. No. <laughs> Art and Key don't need to shut up because the minute Javion Clowney signs that contract on right. the dotted line, he's out. I'd much rather have I mean, anything Key period. any day. Yeah. I mean, it would be kind of funny, not going to lie, if, if – um, I don't. I mean, I, I don't wish anything bad on Arden Key, but that would be. It would be a little bit. Maybe they could find room to keep both. I don't know, but if they did, it would be probably a little bit awkward. I'm assuming. <laughs> yeah, or they push each other to be better. Yeah, that's what I would do. I would do everything in my power to make sure I'm better than him. I don't think there's anything Arden Key can do to make him feel better than J.J. Young Clowny. No offense, Arden Key. I don't know. He. He started to like shine a little bit last year, then he got put on IR. No, no. He, he's had a, he's <laughs> no, had a no. lot of missed sacks. Yeah, I think has been his problem. So, and people are complaining that you know Clowney only had three sacks last year, but look past that. This man commands a double team every time he steps on the field. There's 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 no way anybody can stop this man one on one when he's healthy. And people also have to remember he played through injury most of last year. Yeah, he's playing he's like a ninety plus uh, run defender. He's like one of the best, if not the best, run yeah. defender uh, there is. I don't know where I would exactly say Clowney is. I don't want to. He's not a Cleo Mack type level to me. I, I he's nowhere near as good as Cleo Mack, but he's you know he. I guess he's solid. I don't think he's an elite player, but. I mean, we should still get him, but I just don't know what the hell his problem is right now. Elite or not, he's better than yeah. anybody that's on our defense, period. He's better than anybody yeah. we have on that front. I mean, court. he's arguably better than Crosby because Crosby's, like I said, you have to be prove yourself for at least two years, for in my eyes, to show that, that you're very good. Um, so I, I would agree. I, I think Clowney is would be the best out of everybody. And, and would just ultimately help the whole entire team because he's going to command the devil team again, which is going to help Crosby, Mohurst, Malik Collins, you know, they alternate Farrell in there. Like, it's only going to benefit us. There's, like, no downside to it. Today, today is August 12th. The NFL is supposed to start September 10th. Why isn't Clowney on roster? But that's that's really shouldn't be the focus of this of this podcast. Why County has yeah. said anywhere? So I'll let it go. But I just it's it's mind blowing to me that he hasn't been signed. I, I have one last curiosity question, and then we'll go to training camp. Is with I, I'm not a college football fan. Uh, I don't want this to be a college football podcast, but there are strong implications. And from what I've heard, I guess the A, 
CC and the SEC are still moving forward with playing, is what I heard today. And the Big in the Big Twelve, the big as of right, the Big Twelve, yeah, as man. of right now, so the Big Twelve. There's the Big Twelve, the ACC, and the SEC are playing this fall. The Big Ten and the Pac-12 say not at all. They claim, and I don't believe this, but they claim they will attempt a spring football season. And I don't think that's actually going to happen because how do you have a spring football season ends in May and says, okay, guys, now the regular the next season starts in August. Well, I, I don't think I, that's I, I mean, just, just the, the question is then how does the draft work? <laughs> that's well, another um, thing. I think I, I read something before that said that this season won't count. But towards people the, want to get paid. eligibility year, like, like Trevor Lawrence. This will be he like a free year. Does he just go and just. <laughs> His name, his name, his name alone will make money. You know yeah. they can make money off their likeliness or whatever it's called. So only, name, Trevor Lawrence's name is going to make. That's money. only in some states. I don't think that's everywhere. I don't think. But, it, but that's a good point. But the pack, the Pac-12 and the Big 12 supposedly will play in the spring. But does Justin Fields want to play in the spring when he's going to be a top five? You know, pick in the NFL. I would think probably not. So this is it's going to be an awkward. Another question is: Do these conferences who have these big name players that's not playing? Do these players try to transfer I mean, to other schools that will be playing? If, if, I, was, out? if I was like a top yeah. ten pick and I knew that if I didn't play that it might hurt my draft stock, I would for sure transfer to a school that. Yeah. Like example, like example, Justin Fields, quarterback for Ohio State. If Ohio State isn't playing, does does Justin Fields transfer somewhere where where they will be playing? Does does he sit? And just the, wait for the I draft? think the deadline would probably. I don't think the NCAA would let that happen that quickly. I don't think. I, I don't. I don't think so. I, I have no idea though. They could. I don't. I just don't think they would. But uh, Nebraska is actually trying. Nebraska's in the Big Ten, and they don't like that decision that they're not going to play. So they're actually trying to join the SEC right now for this one season. Uh, I feel like it'd be easier to play. become an independent school instead of trying to switch conferences. I I feel like that would just be harder. Notre Dame joined the ACC this year. I hate them. Overrated. <laughs> I do too. But that again, this, we don't want, we don't want this to be a college football podcast because this is a Raiders podcast. I do. <laughs> I will say that I'm. I will say that it, it's sad because because I am a Pac-12 Arizona Wildcats alum, so I can't watch them this fall. But one college football reporter, and I can't remember his name, he actually predicted my Wildcats would go 0-10, and he said the only hope was if there was no season. <laughs> so maybe maybe, maybe I shouldn't be thankful. I would still rather have a losing season than no season, but that's just me. Something to watch. Well, but would you rather have an 0-10 season or a 0-0 season? 0-10. Yep. <laughs> so... Yeah, anyway, well, if in the NFL, if we're talking about the NFL standards, I'd much rather go zero and sixteen than zero and zero because at least you're getting a good draft pick out of it. And um, it'll be interesting to see how much or if at all the uh, NFL tries to place on Saturday. Now um, there's talk that I definitely think if the other conferences would have stopped playing, the NFL would have maybe moved like you know a chunk of Sunday's games to. Saturday, or maybe they would have moved that Thursday night game to Saturday. Um, they still might do that now, um, yeah, but, but it's all so far it's only two conferences on playing. But the NFL, de- I think the NFL definitely wants to play on Saturday if it's. Conceivable. I mean, you get more viewers. <laughs> they could they uh, and they could split it up. You literally have NFL every single weekend, mm-hmm. literally Saturday and Sunday. Yeah, yeah. But anyway, Thursday, Saturday, Sunday, and Monday. That'd be nice. <laughs> anyway. We should go to training, training camp now. Camp. Uh, so, a- anything in particular you guys want to talk about training camp? There's been a lot of uh, uh, media press coverage uh, where the players and the coaches interview through Zoom with the reporters. And, uh, you know, I'm going to bring this up to Zirko because, uh, what was it, yesterday, I believe Jason Witten was on uh, talking, you know, because he's going to make the team. Uh Talking about the Raiders' facilities <laughs> and how it's state of the art in first class compared to like the Cowboys. Oh yeah, before, I'm sorry to cut. Sorry to cut you off. Before you even get started, oh, yeah. I was in Las Vegas over the weekend. I first want to say shout out to the security guard at the um, practice facility at the headquarters. I told him I drove here from Cali 
and he let me in the whole parking lot. He couldn't let me in the building. And that that practice facility is is gorgeous from what I can see on the outside, of course. But shout out to the security guard that let me through the gates. Um, thank you for that. I got all my pictures. I got all my videos. Um, I'll be posting them later. So make sure y'all follow me on Twitter to and see that. And how's the stadium? Oh, I'm I'm not even going. I don't want to post pictures or videos of the stadium because it would do it no justice. Like. That thing up close is freaking amazing. Shout out to the security guard there, too, who actually unlocked and opened the gate for me and let me in and take pictures. I appreciate that. Thank you for that. Um, but, yeah, that place is lovely, man. It's, it's crazy. You, we, we have to go. You have to go see it. If you have not had the chance, if you ever go to Las Vegas as a Raider fan, make sure you go see that stadium because you are going to be amazed. Because the pictures does not help it at all. Well, I mean, you've you've been to Oakland Coliseum many times, and now you know, seeing the stadium at least from the outside and just the parking lot and the landscaping. I mean, I'm sure it's a world of difference between the two. Yeah, yeah. I mean, look, the, the parking lot, is, of course, is extremely small. There's no good. No, there's not going to be any tailgating there. Um, I don't know how the park is going to go because the freeway, I mean, the, the stadium is literally on the side of the freeway. So they don't really have many. I don't know how that's going to work as far as parking. A lot of people may have to Uber there. A lot of people may have to walk there. I heard It's worth it. I could be wrong, but I heard they're going to have parking like four miles away from the stadium and then have shuttle from there to the stadium and back. What? Yeah, there, there's a big empty lot. That's It's extremely huge. It looked like they're actually working on it. It's supposed to be what they say, what the construction dudes said when I was out there over the weekend is uh, it's going to be the parking lot for the Raiders where they're going to have fans be able to come and park. Um, it's it's huge, though. So maybe that's where they'll be doing a tailgate now. But it is a ways from the stadium. But that's just the biggest space that they have close to the stadium is unfortunately like three or four miles away. Or go to the how close is it from, to the casinos, like walking distance from uh, what is it? The Mirage over there? No, Mandalay Bay. It's next to you. It's not far. Hey, you know what? When I sent you guys that video, mm -hmm. I was actually on the rooftop of Mandalay Bay. So it's right across the freeway, literally. So it's maybe like a yeah. 15, 20-minute walk. It's Vegas, so they have long streets. So it's not that far from the strip at all. The video that I sent to you guys, um, I was on the roof of Mandalay Bay. We was at a little party up there. Well, there you go. But it's not far at all. Well, hopefully, maybe later in the season, all this stuff gets better, and they might allow fans, even though they said not. But you never know, especially when there's money at stake, it, what what changes. So we'll see. If, if that's the case, then uh, I, I, everybody should go. I don't, I don't think I don't think Davis is going to go back on what he said. That would be crazy. That's the decision that you just don't make, and, and then flat out like that, and then change later in the season. But yeah, but you never know. Well, I mean, which maybe is why I don't think they I, I just, made a blanket statement. Which the what was it the. Packers said they were gonna like reevaluate it like halfway through or something, which is the right thing to say. Yeah, the Packers yeah, said no it. fans the first. The Packers say no fans the first two games and then reevaluate halfway through. The Washington football team says no fans at all for the whole season, so they have no fans and no so, names. And I didn't even yeah, know Washington had fans. <laughs> and. Uh, Jerry Jones said that the Cowboys will have fans at all games. This, today he said that, the, that they will have fans at all, at all games this year. He didn't say how many, though. Yeah, I mean, I guess. Actually allowing fans, though. That's actually the first team I've ever heard of. Allowing fans. Right. It's also Jerry it's don't also care. Jerry Texas, all about his money, is, so. Um, a political. I'm not going to get into it, but it's a Republican state, and they're, so they're going to do football. I'm not sure, but I think the Ravens are allowing like 20% of capacity into their stadium. So, yeah, I think they said between like 12 and 20,000 fans for the Ravens. Yeah, I think the Packers are, or I think not the Packers, the, we already said the Packers, but I think the Chiefs have said that they will allow like X amount of fans too, I think. Don't quote me on that. But, uh, I mean, I, I wouldn't be, I mean, I wouldn't be surprised if the, yeah, if the NFL just flat out eventually says no fans across the board, uh, I think they they obviously want to get some money, which is they're the only league that's not universal on this right now because they want money. But maybe before the season starts, maybe the players say, "Hey, if some of us can't have fans, 
then we all won't have fans. And if you don't do this, maybe we just won't play. I could see a possible scenario it, like that. It makes maybe. me wonder because, I, and I hate to bring up other sports again, but baseball, like they have like either the Indians, at least they have cardboard cutouts of like famous fans and like famous players of the team. So I'm thinking maybe the NFL will do that for teams that aren't allowing fans or like virtual fans like the bubbles doing in the NBA. That would be kind of cool to somehow figure out how to do that. So at least there's people still in the stadiums or or fake like fake like three D graphic fans. I forget what team I seen that, but that was like that on in a, on a baseball team. I forget which team it was. But they had like video game character fans. It was crazy. <laughs> We should, uh, I should Twitter question, would you pay to have a cutout of yourself at a Raiders game this year? Man, I would. I should I make would. that a Twitter question. Yes. Depends yes, on yes, much. yes. 50 bucks. <laughs> sure. All right. Cost, uh, they cost, I think, like between 40 and 60 for the uh, for the Oakland A's. Yeah, but it was over 100. For the, it depends on the team. It was like, I think the Dodgers it would cost 100 minimum, I think. I'd still do it. That's not even that bad. We should all just get one, and we all sit next to each other in the stands. Yeah. <laughs> hey, you know what? If, let's 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 think about that for real. <laughs> Call it the the Raider Nation podcast seats right there. Yup. No. Yeah. Well, I, there. This that. This isn't. Uh, you know, this is something that we're thinking about ways down the way. So, what I'm curious about: the Raiders are actually considering still holding training camp in. Napa this year, and the only reason why they didn't, uh, at least from what they've said, is because the NFL said because of COVID, you cannot travel and have training camp at other sites. Like, the Cowboys used to do training camp in Oxnard, California, but they're doing it in Frisco, Texas this year. I'm interested to see if the Raiders still go back to Napa next year. If they did, I think that would be great for our the Northern California fan base to still get to see, you know, the Raiders sometime. I think that would be awesome if we did do that. But at the same time, I don't know how we experience a, a training camp at the great facility in Henderson right now and then say next year, okay, we're leaving at two, go to Napa. I don't know if that would be something that would do. That's something, but it's something that I'm interested to see what the decision That'd is. That'd be like a major year. downgrade, though. If yeah. they did a year and then went to a year in Napa, like that'd be a major downgrade. And I don't think they, I don't know if they would do that. Especially putting all that money I mean, it would be training good. facility. Like, I don't, I think, I, honestly, feel like Napa would probably out of the equation. I mean, I'd like to see it, but I, I don't see it happening. I mean, we can, I mean, the training facility in Henderson would still get used during the season if we if we had training camp in Napa. And I just think it, it would might be a nice sentiment to the the, the Bay Area and Northern California fans right. who some of some of them are still. I mean, some of them, frankly, are still pissed about the move. You know, I don't know. It's something I don't know. I wouldn't be, but I but. I don't know. We'll we'll see. It's just something that will be uh, interesting to see next year. Well, I, I I wanted to go to training camp last year. I didn't. I wanted to go this year, and obviously that didn't happen. So I don't know if any of you guys have been to one of the training camps, but um, I've always wanted to go myself. So I don't care where it's at. It's probably gonna be nicer in Napa than it is in Vegas. Uh, I don't even know how they would allow fans in the Vegas one. I don't know, Zerko. Is it like that training facility for like the fields? Is it? Big? Could you even like tell? I, I'm not gonna lie, I couldn't tell. But uh, from talking to the security guard, he said uh, those fields are, they're they're huge. I think he said it's maybe oh, like yeah. two or so. three of them. From what he saw when he was on the inside. Did you go to training camp in Napa ever, Kelvin? I went to one training camp in Napa. That was was it? I think last season or the season before. That my uh my fiance she has relatives that stay in Napa so did you let's hit a training camp I had one of my dudes up did you enjoy it I'm sorry oh yeah 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 enjoy training camp because that's player interaction right there they come over for the kids they sign autographs they take pictures you have a better chance of getting closer to the players at training camp than you do pregame yeah yeah my dad I I've never been but my dad went to uh. Uh, training camp in Napa with his friend one year. I think it was in, I think it was two, I think it was 2014, the summer of Cars rookie year, I believe. Yeah, I mean, I I would I would love to just be. Oh, what's the, what is going on here? <laughs> Random sounds. Um, I I would 
love to just for one day, I don't even care what they're doing, just be there all day. Even if I'm there all night, just to be a fly on the wall, just kind of like one day there and how it actually is. Um, right. but that's, so anyway, training camps. This is all training camp related. So um, Jason Witten was asked, you know, his chemistry with Carr and, you know, he said he has a good arm. Uh, you know, how would it be compared to like Dak and Tony Romo? He kind of dodged the question, but I don't think it was on purpose. I just don't think he wants to be the guy, especially probably, you know, knowing how the NFL is to like say he's better than Dak or worse than Dak. Um, I, I do like Dak myself. Um, today they had Josh Jacobs. So if you guys have not seen it today, if you go to the Raiders uh, YouTube page, Josh Jacobs is talking about how he wants to get 60 catches this year and how he was practicing a wide receiver routes uh, this offseason, not just running back routes, uh, but actually lining up in a wide receiver position, uh, which I thought was interesting because I think that's the one area he can uh, improve and help the Raiders, and I understand why he didn't do it last year with the shoulder. Um, he also mentioned that he gave himself a B uh, a grade last year, um, which I thought was interesting. I, I think he's a humble person. I don't think he's ever going to say he's an A. So I think those are pretty much the highlights of that. I don't know if you guys follow any of the press conference stuff. Yeah, I saw uh, I saw a picture um, of a Pharaoh. He looks pretty good. Looked like he did, you know, yeah. gain some muscle. Looked like he did gain some weight. I'm not. I was well, actually he, he very surprised. And Corey Littleton looks kind of small, but I guess that's what you like. He's not a he's not a big dude. You know what? Like, yeah. But I yeah, guess you I have saw to be that. quick and agile to, you know, be a sideline to sideline linebacker. I was just a little kind of taken away. He almost has like a running back frame to him. So uh, there are some cool catches too by uh, Rugs, uh, which, which people and Brian Edwards yesterday. Rugs was a couple of days ago, and people criticized Carr, saying, "Oh, it was a bad pass. That's why he had to jump up and reach for it." Like people criticize anything, so I thought those were some some cool uh, takeaways from training camp. Go ahead. Uh. Car was criticized by some people for wearing oh, a stabler yeah, jersey. Like, really? There. Really? Really? Yeah. Really? Really? Yeah. I don't understand how someone sitting on the couch can criticize a football player for wearing a Hall of Famer's jersey, or no, he's not not a Hall of Famer. He should be, but um. But, no, he was in the Hall of Fame. Ken Stabler yeah. got put in. Okay. Stabler was put in the Hall of Fame the year yeah, after okay, he died. Right, my bad. But anyway, people sitting on the couch say, oh, he's wearing a Hall of Famer's jersey and he sucks, yada, yada, yada. But they're sitting on the damn couch eating hamburgers all day wearing their favorite jersey of their favorite player. So that's kind of hypocritical in my, in my opinion. But maybe I'm wrong. I don't think so. It's not kind of hypocritical. It's very hypocritical. I am... Um, yeah, I went off on somebody who uh, had a problem with it. Yeah, I didn't really go off on them. I just I made a sarcastic comment. I can't go off on people anymore. Uh, I'm on Twitter parole. You've been on Twitter parole for as long as I've known you. <laughs> and then I got a warning on my Twitter today. It said the Twitter made me verify myself that I Twitter made me verify myself that I wasn't a robot. And when I passed, they literally said, "Okay, thanks, human." They, Twitter literally said that in words to me. Well, you, your third on the shit list, Zerko, is a second. Um, how many accounts do you have now, Zerko? Number this is five. number five. That's why I don't say anything. There you go. I, I've never been suspended or anything, but then again, I don't really post a whole lot. So, uh, This is why I don't say nothing. I just let people talk because I know once the season comes and cars start doing what he's supposed to do, uh, I'm just going to – I'm going. my only question is going to be right. what now? What can you say? Oh, I can't wait for football to start. Uh, when's the first game? What is? I don't have the schedule up. It's September. The first, the first game is September 10th. Our first game is September 13th. Yeah, we have the thir- that Thursday, September 10th. Yeah, month from tomorrow. That's going to be KC in Houston. And then we play the Panthers. Has anyone's prediction predictions changed? No. 
I won't really know until I, I want to see the 53 right. man roster first. Uh, I, I mean, I think when we play the Patriots, whether you said they were going to win or lose, I think they have a much higher chance of losing now, even though they have Cam Newton and we didn't know that before. But a lot of their best defensive players have opted out. So um, I think that's really going to hurt them because their defense is really where they shine. That's why I'm surprised. I, uh, That's why anyone in Raider Nation that has their hopes up about us signing Jadavian Clowney, I'd kind of lower that a little bit because I honestly think the Patriots are going to swoop in at the last second and get them. They got the money for him now. I think like $20 million. I, uh, I had us at 10 and 6 on our prediction show, which seems like it was a long, long time ago. If, if anything, I might say we would go 11 and 5. I have us, maybe. Oh, man. Yeah. Is that. Doom and gloom, Derek. Not being doom and gloom right there. You got a <laughs> positive. Uh... <laughs> I've all, I've been positive about how we. I'm doom and gloom about many other things, but I've been positive about how we're going to do this year consistently. Well, but let me be doom. Let me go back to being doom and gloom. There, there is a chance. Let we we shouldn't ignore this. I highly doubt it, but there is a chance this season is going to be completely mm-hmm. canceled. I think it would take a lot in a small amount of time. <laughs> here, here he go. Here he go. He couldn't here contain himself. <laughs> I get. It's not likely. It would. I. I, I would be shocked if. I mean, I don't. I don't. I wouldn't be shocked if the season is canceled. I would be very surprised. But I don't think anything should shock us. Uh, I think there might so. be. Yeah, I mean, I mean, I think, yeah, if things keep going the way that they're going now, I think the NFL would be fine. They seem to have this thing under control as far as, like, the players go. Watching um, Hard Knocks last night, they were six feet apart with every single thing. They have little cubby uh, in between each locker. So, I think if the NFL, NFL can hold steady with this, we yeah. can see it for a season. And, John, yeah. and I think John – John Gruden has said because because of social distancing, the the Raiders have not actually had to have a they have not had a team meet a whole meeting as a team yet, and that may not ever. I guess that may not ever happen this season. That would be that's a crazy thought, but I guess that's that's conceivable. I mean, I personally don't know why the NFL ha- or the teams have not invested. There are rapid test machines. They're actually not that expensive. It's the flu machine to do the flu test, and there's a different cartridge for COVID. It's like $70,000 a machine, but you can get results. That's what the president uses. You can get results in up to five minutes. So I don't know why they just don't buy like two each team and then they can just test the players there instead of waiting two days. And then you can help, you know, weed this stuff out much quicker. So who knows? Maybe some teams have it. Some teams don't, but the whole two days thing, um, I'm surprised Crosby didn't like spread it to anybody else. Mm-hmm. Well, I think it's it, on Hard Knocks last night. They said that they got the results back yeah. in 24 but, hours. I mean, there are rapid test machines that you get it back in five minutes. They, they, they're in a lot of nursing homes. Um, but are they yeah. accurate? Are the are the test results just as yeah, accurate? I mean, though? Always... Oh no! Yeah, they showed. Yeah, they showed it last night. Yeah, they they showed the swab in the nose of them getting the COVID test in both nostrils. They showed the. Uh, the blood work that gets done, that's part of the testing as well. And they said the results come back in 24 hours or less. Because I know Matt, Matt Stafford had a false positive. I mean, there's false positives and everything. That's why if you, that's why they test twice, because blood work is more accurate. Um, so you do nose and blood work. And if they both Crosby, seemed, Crosby seemed pretty positive on Instagram because he posted a big whole post about it and said that he's going to come back like stronger than ever or whatever. So... I don't know if it's affecting him like badly. I would like to know, but Max Crosby, if you're listening to this, man, we hope we're okay. Yeah, I think uh, pretty much. Like I said not a whole lot to talk about in training camp, just because we're not even getting a lot of footage because the press isn't like there filming it and, and whatnot. So um, I don't think there's anything in particular we can cover that nobody can already know. Um, unless there's any other topic on training camp that you guys want to cover that I missed. No, I'm just ready for football. Yeah. So watch hard knocks. It's free. I I can't stress that enough. It's free. I don't care if you hate the Rams or the, or, or the chargers. It's just interesting because you can apply what's going on there to the Raiders and you can kind of understand the challenges that they, they face. So, um, okay, well, I guess we will wrap up the podcast. Derek, we're going to throw up a poll this week. 
I know it's already Wednesday, and I will get the podcast up today. So uh, we still got to figure out our schedule for how we're going to post. For school starting and stuff, I have a, a kid uh, who's almost five. Zirko has a kid, too. And how old is your kid, Zirko? You have one or two? Oh, there's ten. My son is three. Experienced father over here. Um, <laughs> I'm gonna. I'll, I'll just throw this out here right now. I do not think it's probably highly unlikely I'll be able to record with you guys the week of August 31st because I'm moving that week. Um, I don't want to say never. Maybe I can make it work out, but I'm just gonna throw it out there. Uh, don't expect me on that week's episode. So. Yeah, we'll, we got we'll plenty of time. We can work it out. And, and, you know, really when this, the season starts, that's, I think, where, for everybody listening, that this we're probably going to jump in growth the most because in the off season there's really not a whole lot to talk about, as you can tell by our lack of training camp talk today. So, um, And our lack of polls, I, our poll topic, it's it's so hard to come up with poll topics yeah, right and, now. And if it's we miss so a hard. week, we miss a week. It's not the end of the world, so... All right, well, with that said, if we will probably throw up a poll topic. Don't know what. So if you guys have suggestions, you can uh, message uh, at PRN Pod or Derek or Zerko or, or Cherokee uh, or me, obviously. And we can make sure that it at least gets added to the poll. Otherwise, we might just do a freestyle because I know I'm kind of the freestyle today, but that's what Zerko has been wanting to, and I'm perfectly fine with that as well. So If we do, if we do a if we do do a Twitter poll, today is Wednesday. If we do do a Twitter poll, if, if it doesn't get up until Friday, that wouldn't be terrible. Yeah. No. Nah, I mean, no, yeah. just so, up, for those 30 votes that we always seem to get, good. but yet we throw up a poll for something else and we'll get like 200. <laughs> we, got, we got, we no, we, we consistently got around 70 votes for our uh, poll for the episodes. The last two, last weeks we got 30, this week's we got 38, but before those two weeks we were getting between 60 to 70 consistently, but then when I pull them on anything else, we get over 100. Well, Maybe the 30 people are just our listeners, I don't know. <laughs> now we have a couple hundred listeners now, we have definitely uh, grown, um, and we're on many platforms, actually YouTube's probably one of our biggest next to Apple. Uh, on YouTube, is it like the channel, is it the Real Nation no, podcast? No, it's it- just my YouTube channel. I've never created one um, just because I don't think anybody would ever listen to us on YouTube. But I guess I was wrong. <laughs> so we can always uh, create one. Yeah, yeah. I mean, it's crazy because most people, that's where they really do their podcast and that is on YouTube. Yeah, we actually it's do get some comments. There. We had, uh, uh, I don't know, we're going to wrap this up. We had comments I shared with you guys about, oh, you guys don't really know what you're talking about or you're not Raiders fan. I forgot what it was. And I was just like, okay. He said, you guys, he, he said, some of you guys don't know much about the Raiders, is what he said. <laughs> tell, hey, tell him DM me. We could talk all day. DM me. <laughs> At BigZerko89. And, DM you know what, me and if you guys don't think we know much about the Raiders, uh, I say you can not listen to us and you can put up your own exactly. podcast about the Raiders. If you don't think we know that much about them. I've we're, we're not we're not NFL analysts, but I think we do a pretty damn good job. I yeah, think. I think we're all pretty knowledgeable. I mean, mistakes happen. Yeah, we're we're fans at the end uh, of the day. I'm, I'm I know the modern readers much more than the old school readers, right. um, and it, it is what it is. So, I mean, I don't know all the Jim Plunkett stats and Howie Long stats. I mean, I know of them and I do. I appreciate them, um, but um, you know. I'm not the person for that, and I I will admit that right now. So, uh, probably probably since you're Marcus Russell on, that's because that's really when I became a fan. That's where I can really speak to stuff. So, how how could you have become a Raiders fan during the Jamarcus Russell period? And dark time. I don't want to go down that dark path anymore. Uh, It was just. I'm just impressed. I'm just impressed that he didn't make you leave the Raiders. That's what I'm impressed. (laughs) Well, you know when you get a uh, the first round pick. You know, first pick of the draft. You know, you're gonna have some hype. So it just didn't pan out. So anyway, uh, well, thank you everybody for listening into our last five minute rant right there. Derek will throw up a Twitter poll. Uh, Zirko will post pictures of his trip to Vegas of the uh, training facility and maybe the stadium because uh, it doesn't do justice because the pictures just don't show the the depth of the actual stadium. That's why I hate pictures for the most part. 
Um, so feel free to check that out. And otherwise, we will talk to you guys uh, next week, hopefully. See you guys later. Later.